Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Hello there. Hey. How are you? I'm great. You, uh, I, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. One of these days I'm waiting for you <laughs> to not be a Stepford wife and, and say, you know what? I'm not having the greatest day in the world, but today's not that day. Apparently, It's not. I had, I really had a truly great day. Oh, well, that's great to hear. Pottery. Pottery. Pottery show and the popcorn's made. I'm ready for a movie. You're ready for a movie? Let's do it. All right. Well, um, do you know what we're watching this week? I have no idea. All I know is that the kids are in on it this week. They are. So not rated R. So you think. <laughs> is tonight the night? I'm sure it's not it's the night. It's not the night, no. So no, you don't know nothing, right? Zip. All right. We are watching Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Whoa. No way. Whoa. Do you know what this no, is? I know. That I've seen this movie. You've seen this movie? I've seen this movie. I don't remember where I was. Oh. I don't remember who I saw it with. What's What's it about? Um, Bigfoot. It's about a family uh-huh. that goes camping, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and okay. they they find a Bigfoot, a Yeti. Okay. Are they the same thing? I think that's the same thing. We'll get into that. And I have no doubt. And uh, they like befriend it. Ah, uh-huh. okay. And I the the end shot of the movie is like clear in my mind. Wow, I, I think you might remember this better than I do. <laughs> so you've seen it too. I saw it like when it came out, probably ish. <laughs> So I was very young when this when I saw this, yeah. Okay. Oh. Wow. Um. Okay. So you vetted it for the kids because sometimes yeah you remember a movie differently. Oh no, 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 I did. I vetted it for the kids. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yay! Totally. Well, this is so fun. I know. Well, this is part of the magic of and the mystery of trying to find films that you haven't seen without actually talking to you about it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We're we're not episode forty something, so I'm doing pretty good on the average, I think. Oh yeah, totally. Like How this, would you have known that I I don't talk about this uh, movie a lot? You have never talked about this movie. <laughs> that is very true. Which is weird because I actually do think about it really? quite often. Yes. Who's in this movie? I have no idea. No, no, you don't know. And I remember like the person in the yeti suit. Uh huh. It's kind of. I think it's kind of campy. Is it? Do you remember that? Uh, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to remain mum about this because I remember quite a bit about it. And I, you know, read the synopsis. So I'm kind of <laughs> tainted for for thoughts. Um, so you think it's about a Yeti or a Bigfoot. Right. That is befriended, you said, correct? Yeah, yeah. Like okay. a family finds it in the woods. Okay. Any, uh, any other details about the story, plot, or thoughts in general about Bigfoot before we get in? Is Bigfoot real? Is Bigfoot real? I went through a phase when I was a kid where I was convinced what that there, North what American, kid hasn't? What North American child has not gone through that phase? I know, I know. Like, that is a very, our kids are going to be wondering that in a few moments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, what's your movie poster look like for this one in your tagline? You already kind of have an idea, but let's just do it anyway. It's kind of like there's a picture of um, a Yeti in like a kitchen in a cabin making a mess okay and the family's outside like peeking in yeah and it says something like guess who came camping (laughs) 
Wait, is that what you actually think the poster was? Or is that what you're... That's my creating? mind. That's your mind. That's okay. just off the top of my I was head. like, this, we're going to have a really good comparison of your memory here. If that's like what you were remembering. <laughs> yeah. Right? I won't spoil the ending and what I remember about it. I appreciate but I will that because I don't remember the ending. Okay. I will tell you if it is what I remember. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, do you want me to walk away and you could tell every... No. Let, yeah, let, let's go check it out. <laughs> okay. Let's go. For ages, he is hidden in the forest. Eluded hunters, baffled scientists, and remained a mystery until the Hendersons bumped into him. What is it? It's a major discovery. We have to take it home. George. It's alive! Uh-oh. George, he's coming back! Stall him! I can't! How? Show him the pasta maker! This is our home! Our stuff! Oh, sit. Exercise, Irene. This is it. The whole world's gonna know. Ran away. I gotta find him. Something to me. Can't you see that? He means something to me. We'll never see him again, will we? What I'm gonna say now might save his life. There has been yet another sighting of the creature that some people are now calling. Harry! Harry? Since when does he have a name? Since right now. The average American family just got bigger. Harry and the Hendersons. Something? Well, <laughs> that was so good. That uh, was so fun to watch again. What I, about you? I am shocked at how much I enjoyed that, <laughs> watching that as an adult. <laughs> I literally have not seen that movie since probably in the 80s. Like, I probably have not seen it since. Do you think you saw that movie in the theater or did you um, see it? At home with the fam. I probably saw it at home. It probably came on HBO, home box office for those who didn't, you know. Anyway, it became Max recently, which I'm irked about. But anyway, HBO. That's what HBO stands for? Home Home box box office? office. You didn't know that? No. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. It was there was this whole you know when personal movies like VHS, Betamax, Laserdiscs, all that stuff kind of coalesced, and then cable television came into the mix. You could. Have a home box office. It was like having it in your room, <laughs> in so, your house. So quaint. I know, which is why I love the history too. So I, I did not like the rebranding of HBO streaming to Max. Sorry, HBO Max. I mean Max, but that's my opinion. Max and Jinx, not friends. <laughs> not friends forever. <laughs> no. Okay. So, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah. You enjoyed it though as an adult? You had a good time? Oh, like first off, the uh, Bigfoot, you know, Harry, the effects, the creature effects on him hold up so well. Mm-hmm. Like it is like classic, awesome 80s, like good puppetry slash creature effects. Yeah. I remember being blown away by it as a kid. Like you just <laughs> think he's real. There's very few scenes where you don't. And it, it was just really good. And mm-hmm. as an adult, it totally held up. Like they still 
They had the eyes. They nailed the eyes, like the emotion in his eyes and stuff. Yeah. So good. Well, it won the Oscar for Best Makeup that year. <laughs> so It should have. Well deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. Harry and the Hendersons, Oscar winning film. <laughs> I haven't fact checked well, that yet. Maybe I should do that. You might want to, but I'm, I want to believe it either way, honestly. <laughs> uh, wow. That, that's great. So you'd never, you had seen this. So. Yes. I only remembered. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. I only remembered that awesome end scene which i remembered oh. differently yeah there's what did only, you think it was yeah um there's only two or three in the end mm-hmm. of like i think there's three they're besides saying him. Good, they're saying goodbye to harry yeah and he walks off and then all of a sudden you see that there's there were other bigfoot standing there quietly in the shadows totally hidden and then they step out and they follow harry and you're like what yeah blew my mind oh and yeah when I was a kid, I remember it being like more, mm-hmm. like maybe 30 Bigfoot following, <laughs> following him up the okay. mountain. But it was only like three. Wow. Still, still impressive. It's and- still very impressive. Uh, I First off, you just said in the shadows. They weren't really in the shadows. We didn't do a rewatch. Did we do a rewatch? I don't remember. We they did. were like in plain sight. It's just the way that the shot was composed. It just they just blended in. It was really neat. It was really cool. I liked it a lot. <clears throat> um, anyway, okay, so amazing movie, totally holds up. Great to watch with kids. Go ahead. Um. Also, John Lithgow. Oh, oh my, my God. goodness! Don't you love him? I love him. I I do love John Lithgow. <laughs> I have not. I still. You've not seen Ricochet, have you? No. That's going to go on the list. Like, okay. that's one of my favorite John Lithgow performances. Oh, cool. And he, he's he got such a great range. Yeah. He can play dramatic and comedic. He's just a great actor. He's just, he. you really bought the, like, troubled, turmoiled, like, kid inside. It's a hard, that was a hard part to do and not have it be ridiculous. Yes. Because, like, you have right. a grown adult man in the 80s, which, you know... Feelings weren't really big in the 80s for men uh, having to like play that and and get in touch with his younger self and all the repressed issues he had with his dad and like all that stuff. It was just otherwise you're like, why is this guy so emotionally invested in this creature? Because even then it's riding a line. You're like, really? He's going to do all these things. He's this like he was like emotionally connected to Harry. Well, I yes, he was. Yeah, he, he was. His he was he was like his little boy, his boy, but he took a little bit longer to get there. Mm-hmm. But um, he made this connection. Yeah, with um, Bigfoot and wow. Well, for we should probably summarize the movie. We got okay. we've been gushing too much. What? Let's do a quick summary. Okay, so um, a family from Seattle, uh, mom, dad, and two kids, mm-hmm. a teenage daughter, and then like a seven or nine year old boy. Yeah, <clears throat> they're camping. Mm-hmm. And it's established, you know, that they they hunt and um, he the dad is also he's a hunter, but he also is an artist. He draws like it's mm-hmm. all kind of like sprinkled in there in the beginning. Yeah. On their way home from this camping trip, they hit something in the road with their awesome station wagon. It's an amazing station. It's wagon. beautiful. It's wonderful. Wish they wish wood we paneling one. on the sides, if I remember right. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. The back door that back opens door up like opens a door all the way up like a door. Mm-hmm. It's so great. Yeah. So many kids in the 80s rode in the back of those, the very back without seatbelts. Yeah. Good times. So I, they were not wearing seatbelts either. No. no one was hurt. They weren't going super fast because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're leaving the mountains. They hit this big thing. It's furry. They think they kill it. 
Yep. And they put it on top of the car because who, who knows what this is? This well, is really cool. They think it's something strange, which is why they take it with them. It's not yeah. like they just find roadkill and want to bring it home. They see it has <laughs> opposable thumbs and they're like fascinated. They think they, they can make the money or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they put it on the car. Yeah. They put a tarp over it, bring it home. Yep. And actually, it's really funny because they... um it come it, Harry comes alive like he comes to again a couple times and screams and then they slam on the brakes and yeah. then he shoots off again and then yeah. they do the whole thing over again they bring him home put him in the garage and then they I think it's early the next morning um, they put him in the garage thinking he was dead mm-hmm. and the next morning he's very much alive and like looking around their house he like knocks over the fridge and he's looking for food yeah. he eats plants he does he's a vegetarian he's vegetarian yeah so he's like eating their plants and just going crazy and he kind of he sees a deer head mounted on the wall and he's sad about this um and he takes it out in the back and he buries it yes (laughs) he buries anything he finds he finds a mink like a firm mink neck thing and he just buries everything so there's like all this like physical comedy of him Mm -hmm. like just going crazy around the house yeah but they they start to like kind of get to know him Mm -hmm. like you would any animal that's in your home and of course, the boy right away is like, this is great. I love this guy. And the daughter is like, oh, he's awful and really smelly. Get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> she was definitely not on board at first. <laughs> True. But um, they kind of get to know him and see that he's very capable of emotions. Like he has a lot more intelligence than they thought. Yeah. And that's where John really starts to connect with him and like want to protect him. Mm-hmm. And um, meanwhile... There's a big game hunter who has been hunting Bigfoot his whole life and like having all of these near misses. Mm-hmm. And he finds the license plate. And he gets on the trail. <laughs> I'm laughing because our kids loved his accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's supposed to be uh, like a French. Vancouver, like British. Yeah, French Canadian, maybe. Okay. And he had a French accent and the girls were just enamored with his accent. They loved it. Oh, why would you be i know a french accent yes. is lovely no it matter is. if it you're is. the bad guy or not yeah <laughs> so the poacher or hunter whatever we want to call him yeah so he's tracking um harry mm-hmm. and then we learn that like john lithgow he works at his dad's gun shop mm-hmm. and so then the whole town hears about bigfoot and everyone goes crazy for finding him totally and bigfoot runs away why does he run away john scares him away right they're gonna oh they try mm-hmm. to like take him back to the forest and try to lure him into the car. They try to get him in the car and then he ran away, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then John has to go find him yep, yep. before any of the hunters do. Because all of a sudden the town is like filled with hunters. Well, they just keep spotting him too. And it's like the masses now have guns. And yeah. everybody's like, shoot first, ask questions later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he ends up finding him. They reunite. It's really sweet. And they bring him out to the woods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but there's like a final showdown in the woods too. Yeah. At mm-hmm. first they're like, get out of here, Harry. And you, they have to do that thing where you're like, go, you're not wanted anymore. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, Harry just goes and like waits in a tree. And then the, the hunter comes up and he like takes the hunter out um, by jumping just, down on him. I think he hugs him. Yeah. <laughs> he like hugs him. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the hunter sees that he's like intelligent and he's like, well, I can't kill this guy either. Yeah. And it's really cool. Harry's a lot like Gandhi, really. Like Everyone- he's a pacifist. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was Gandhi vegetarian? I think he was, but uh, don't quote me on that. <laughs> so anyway, then at the end. Gandhi did have one day a week, though. He didn't talk. Oh. So 
Harry and Gandhi connections abound. Boom. Boom. But at the end, Harry says, okay. He does. That also, when I was a kid, yeah. was like, what? Yeah. yeah. He can talk? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think to like the idea of how big he is getting back to the makeup and stature mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. Like John Lithgow is like 6'4". He's a tall guy. Yeah. And Kevin Peter Hall is also tall. He's the one who played Harry. Mm-hmm. Also played the Predator. You may have recognized him from an earlier film. Man, I was going to tell you that. I was- <laughs> <laughs> you got to the fact first. But I sure did. I was looking him up because mm-hmm. I was thinking of tall actors. Yep. And Peter Mayhew. Do you think it was going to be Chewbacca? I did. Yeah, you did. I was really yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking that. And then I was like, I bet no. there was fierce competition. <laughs> I'd love to see the tryouts, like the audition tapes between those two. So he was seven feet, two inches tall. Mm-hmm. And so he made John Lithgow feel like a little guy. Yeah. Well, when he put the gear on, he was like eight feet tall. Man. So that's just wild. Think about how big that is. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It really worked, though, in the role and in the part. Um. Yeah. Wow. So the movie ends. You're feeling very good. And then you have the big zazz. You're surprised at the end. And then you want to save the nature. You want to save the nature because it's the 80s and people don't care about the nature. But I do. But I do. Now I do. And the seed has grown. <laughs> it has grown much like Harry. Uh, part of the Harry. Harry was so impressive, like the effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. They actually didn't release any publicity photos at all. And if you look at the poster of the movie, it you don't see him. You just see his hands, if I recall correctly. Because they wanted to like keep that ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. sure that created a lot of buzz once people saw it. Because, I mean, it's 2023 and we're like, that was amazing. Can you imagine in 1987 seeing that? Yeah. And... I don't know if you recall what Bigfoot was like in the 80s, like the idea of Bigfoot, but it was very much, I wouldn't say it's as crazy as how aliens are right now, but it was like a step down. Like there, you would see Unsolved Mysteries. There'd be Bigfoot things on there frequently. Of course I remember. Yes. I was watching Unsolved Mysteries being yes. scared out of my mind. Me too. And those episodes especially really freaked me out because they had... Like, I don't know when that video came out. You know, the video. Yeah, the video. The That's Bigfoot video. I think it's from the 60s, if I remember right. Okay. But, yeah. Well, Late anything 60s. that was like video that had like yeah. a video of an of a it Bigfoot. Walking and he turns yes. and looks at you. Yeah. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah. Robert Stack's voice is the voice of my nightmares. <laughs> Indeed. His his like introduction and the <laughs> in the beginning for Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I was watching that. You know, that was at a time when, like, you had to watch what yeah. your parents watched. Yeah. So my dad was watching it. Yeah. And after the show was done, it would be my bedtime, and I'd have to go upstairs. I was the only one upstairs mm-hmm. in the dark. Mm-hmm. Make sure you turn off all the lights before you go to bed. Scary. Even worse, I was home alone <laughs> by myself, and it would come on when sunset would be halfway through the movie or through the show. So it would be like, tonight we're going to talk about murderers, people who are missing, thieves, Bigfoot, and aliens that take people. And, and then, they're all still loose. And I'm sitting in a chair, and because it's light, there's no lights on in the house. And then slowly, oh. as I'm enveloped in the fil- in the show, it just gets darker. And by the end of the show, I'm in a room of complete darkness. <laughs> oh. That's beautiful. Yeah, good stuff. So I'm assuming... 
this movie was one that resounded well as a child. Do you think it felt the same as a, as an adult or did you have a different experience like I did? Oh, I had a lot of fun watching it as yeah. an adult. Definitely. Nice. Nice. Especially, yeah, with um, because it, it does the effects hold up so well. So I, mm-hmm. absolutely, I had fun watching it as an adult. Nice. The Okay, so walking back a little bit to Please walk the makeup. Me back. Yes. The makeup artist. Mm-hmm. The guy who did the artist. Rick Baker, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you going to know the facts that I'm going to... I don't know. Let's see. Okay. He did some makeup for some other things. He did, Yep. And oh, I was going to give you some musical clues and see oh, if you Oh, please. I, I mean, I'm not... I don't know. I'm not an encyclopedia. Please <laughs> quiz me. Okay. So he did makeup for... I'm going to see if I can do the music for it. Oh, shoot. I don't know that one. <laughs> Wait, hold on. No, I'm not... I don't know how the song goes. <laughs> that's star wars yes that's star wars oh my gosh a new hope yeah Uh uh-huh cantina yeah Uh uh-huh yeah he did the makeup for all of the oh all the aliens cantina yes the aliens okay um good job thank you he also did the makeup for oh thriller thriller yeah he did michael jackson's makeup for thriller nice nice okay last one there's no music for this one that I know of, but oh, oh, so many werewolf movies. The Howling, an American werewolf. Oh, where? American werewolf in London. In London, yeah, yeah. He that should be the that. first werewolf movie. I think of. I'm a little ashamed of myself, but yeah, I won't shame. You were literally howling, and I said the first famous werewolf movie that has howling in the title. <laughs> Did you just do that song thing because you were jealous that I sang during the Newsies podcast? Oh yeah, I need to get my music okay. cred out there. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, Rick said that this, at one point, he said this was his favorite like creature effects he did too, which is saying a lot. He did a lot of stuff. I heard that the whole, them keeping it a secret, Mm -hmm. I heard, I Mm -hmm. read that the whole keeping it a secret thing and not showing anything about Harry before the film released kind of backfired. And so they didn't get the box office returns that they were looking for. Mm -hmm. But um, live and learn. It worked for Grogu. It sure did. (laughs) They were ahead of their time. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, spo- like factoids apart aside, like what was your favorite part of the movie? I have a couple favorite parts. Bring it. Um, I loved, I loved how John Lithgow just fell in love with Harry. It was like a, yeah. a bromance. <laughs> it was definitely a bromance. <laughs> um, his, I that was really sweet, and it's because John Lithgow was so good mm-hmm. at being like earnest and sincere it was just a very sweet like thing to watch not even kidding what i kind of want to rewatch it now knowing the plot and just focus on john lithgow and how he progresses like Mm -hmm. i guarantee you there's like subtle things he does in the beginning yeah and it kind of like goes through like but when you're not thinking about it you know anyway that's the film there to me but go ahead um i really liked how um the like the significance of how they kept burying the taxidermy yeah and at the end there's they have like this guy over who's like a true believer yeah he He's had a, a professor yeah yeah mm-hmm. and so they wanted him to like see harry so they <laughs> yeah. invite him over and they're sitting down to dinner and um they're they're like oh my wife made this nice roast oh where where's the roast honey and she says something like the roast is buried in a shallow, unmarked grave in the backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, I just love that. And at the end, they buried all the taxidermy. I really, that was really sweet. Yeah. I liked the part a lot where um, they were 
where he was over for dinner and then he's trying to warn them away from a life of heartache and tears because <laughs> you're never going to find this thing. And it's a classic gag. Like yeah. Harry's like right next to him, just behind him. But then he turns. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have another one you want to mention? Um, I also like the part where, so in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, when Bigfoot Harry's like kind of, he's just angry and frustrated because yeah. people are, every the Hendersons are yelling at him and mm-hmm. it's like the early morning. He's knocked over the fridge and he, He's hungry and he found um, a corsage, <laughs> the, the, the teenage daughter's corsage. That she wait, saved up for for four months or something, she yeah. said. She starts yelling at him and she's like, I saved up for yeah. this and I planned to like dry it and keep it for the rest of my life. Yes. Did, did you do that when you were a kid? Is that a thing? The only thing I can think of is like, um, I probably still have when I went to like prom and there was a flower. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know, you take it and you put it somewhere as a keep, as a memory. Like, I think I have that somewhere in our home. <laughs> in a box somewhere. Why am I not surprised? I, yes, I can. I hold on to things sometimes. But that's totally like, a, I see that in movies too. People who had like a flower from a summer they remembered or or that's like true. a wedding day or something like that. Okay. It, but anyway, that's that's my reference to it. That's my, what I take away from that. Well, Seems foreign to you though, uh, which is fine. Yeah, I like saving flowers. I just a corsage. That was just yeah. I don't I don't know that people do corsages anymore. Maybe when our kids go to prom, th- I'll figure this out. I think they still do. Wow. I think that's still a thing. Oh, cool. Otherwise, why do we have flower shops? <laughs> well, I don't know. So we can feed the big foots. <clears throat> yeah, that too. So he eats her corsage, and mm-hmm. then she's really mad at him. But at yeah. the end, before he leaves, he goes to the neighbor's yard and picks yeah. all of these roses and he comes and like gives her this armful of roses to yeah. apologize and then they're cool. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah, that was nice. He's very thoughtful. Harry's very thoughtful. Yeah. I um <clears throat> I really liked all the gags, of course, like where he's just trying to figure out technology. Like the you mentioned the deer and he like literally looks on the other side of the wall to mm. look for the rest of the body and then he shoves his arm through it. <laughs> Probably my favorite gag though. And it's probably my favorite part of the movie because I've literally done it before, especially after seeing this. I'm going to do it again. But he just screams like an ambulance (laughs) when they're on the highway and there's like traffic. He just screams. That just makes me laugh. It's just stupid. I love it. I saw this like making of video online um, about that scene. Mm -hmm. And so like they were filming that. Mm-hmm. And there were other people like just really driving on the highway. Like yeah. that was like there was some real humans that yeah, were not extras. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they were interviewing them like on what because they were trying to see what was in the scene that was being filmed. Oh, yeah. And so they were like curious about like what they, you know, interviewing him. And one woman was like, oh, what I saw was so cute. And then <laughs> another person was like, I just saw enormous teeth. Oh, it's kind of cool. Must have been exciting to see when you were. I can imagine too. And like. Again, contextually, in the 1980s, your news is coming from like the evening news or a newspaper mm-hmm. or hearsay from other people. Like that's <laughs> it. There's no other evidence or, I, you know, that's how you got your data and your information. I, I saw a short video about credit cards at Burger King when in like 1980 or 1993 or something like that is when they first started using credit cards and you they were interviewing people about what they thought about it. Ooh. Yeah. That's fun. Some people were very curmudgeon. I don't understand why you keep that for this. I hope it doesn't t- take longer to get my Whopper. I need my Whopper fast. <laughs> Just, that's why you're there. You need why your you're Whopper there. fast. You need your Whopper fast. So 
If you could be a mythical creature in a film that gets adopted by a family, what would you be? Whoa, that is really tough. Hmm. Oh my goodness. So many things come to mind. Unicorn. Yeah. Um, Unicorns are meaner than you think, but yeah. <laughs> well, I I can be mean. No, I know you can. <laughs> I just, I, I don't mean mean. I mean powerful. Yeah. People think of them as cutesy icons now, but anyway. Keep I going. mean, they're horses. Horses they're are powerful. They're horses with spears on their heads. Fairies comes to mind. You want to be a fairy? Okay. I've always wanted to be a fairy. Mm. I am actually part fairy. Obviously. That's true. I, I remember. Um, And then also... What's the one, Mr. Tumnus? Um, oh, a fawn? Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't know which one of those <clears throat> I would pick, but there's so many choices. What about you? Do you have something in mind? No hesitation. Minotaur. Medusa. Medusa. <laughs> I want someone to deal with the fact that having me around would turn everybody to stone and have it be a family comedy. I immediately flashed to Clash of the Titans. Yes. That scene. Oh yes, my gosh, yes. so good. Um you do have like the hair for it i do have the hair for medusa (laughs) that's true (laughs) could Um, you just be that for halloween anyway i could if you want it's a lot of crawling though like i'd have to have a sleeping bag for my bottom half you know (laughs) and then i just crawl around all night with a bow and arrow that might not be the most effective way to get candy and also medusa is a female we need like a you're like medusa obviously i'm gonna be mandusa mandusa (laughs) mandusa come on okay okay were you gonna say something Cause I got, I got enough, I got more. Keep going. All right. I'm, keep so <clears throat> what, if any messages do you think were in this film? <laughs> All life is precious. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Did you just quote? Walking deep. Yes. Um, Walking dead. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like it was a very, it was very much like, don't take from the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, respect like the life and rights of animals and creatures circle of life um which i think is a beautiful thing do you did you get another message from this i think that's part of the message but i think like a layer deeper than that (laughs) do it (laughs) is uh just being true to yourself and your nature that's what the john lithgow character was doing i keep saying the john lithgow character because i love saying john lithgow as a name um, Mr. Henderson, Mr. Henderson, it, he, it was as much like him being comfortable with who he was and what he actually liked to do versus hmm. living in the world and how people told him to be. And Harry was very much about just his nature was to be, you know, respectful of nature, respectful of other animals, kind, caring, like he was living his nature. And like Mr. Henderson was learning that from him, like just being true to your own nature and who you are. And he finally showed his dad his drawings and his yeah altered it he did and that really upset him he threw like a i would even i wouldn't say a teenage like uh fit he threw a tween fit i think when when his dad did that to the picture yeah yeah yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't silly no it was like good it was like real but that's what i mean like but the emotion you saw coming out of him and the things he said it looked like you were looking at like a young person just the emotional reaction he had to it which juxtaposed with john lithgow which he was probably in his 30s when he did this, but you know, he has a receding hairline and he just looked, you know, middle-aged man. He's perfect. He is perfect, just the way he is. <laughs> exactly. Just be true to yourself, John. And be an artist. Listening. And be an artist. <laughs> wow. Anything else about this one you want to bring up? Um, the kids loved it. I was just going to say like, the kiddos, oh my goodness. 
sometimes showing these movies to our kids is like a minefield. They're they really like, wanted to watch Elemental. They really wanted to watch Elemental. Yeah. Oh, we're going to watch one of your old movies. Yeah. Why don't we got to watch the old ones? There's a podcast movie. Oh. And then within the first 20 seconds, yes. one of them was shouting, I love this. This yes. is amazing. Yes. Because it's, you know, him walking through the nature. forest. They're beautiful nature shots. Yes. It was filmed in Seattle mm-hmm. and all around Seattle. Yeah. What did you learn? About, didn't, weren't you just reading an article about Seattle? Like they were reviewing this movie yeah, like there's recently? Like, there's, yeah. In 2021, this arts and culture yeah. magazine did a story about Harry and the Hendersons. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about what they mentioned is um, it was filmed. I haven't fact checked this, but I imagine they did. Back when Starbucks only had 17 stores. Wow. Microsoft was on its second version of Windows and Jeff Bezos was a recent Princeton grad. That is a whole nother world right there. <laughs> I know. That gives you some perspective. I, I bet those 17 stores were probably all in Seattle, too. Yeah. yeah. So they're kind of like, is this really a Seattle movie? That's <laughs> kind of like what they're, the article's asking. Um, I mean, it takes but, place in the city of Seattle, but come on. Yeah. Um, anyway, no, it's a nice article. And it was it was fun to read. I don't know why they did it in 2021. Was there an anniversary, maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they're trying to rebrand their image or something. Maybe. Or maybe they're ali- they're trying to align it with like Windows 11 coming out. Who knows? Well, for, for this, yeah. yeah. I'd love to go. It made me want to go to Seattle. <clears throat> uh, this movie, like seeing the nature that's around Seattle mm-hmm. makes me want to go to Seattle more than Seattle itself, honestly. Like mm-hmm. the mountains were just beautiful. Like, yeah. And I, I assume they were filmed in those mountains and it's not an okie doke where they just filmed it in California now. Yeah, I think... No, it wasn't filmed in California okay. or Vancouver. It was filmed in, in and around Seattle yeah. and in the woods. And um, you can, there's another website where you can actually like find all the locations. Oh, I love and it you when can that go happens. To, you know, go see where it was filmed and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, let's go to Seattle and do some camping. Um, that sounds wonderful. And hopefully we can rent uh, an old station wagon. Yes. And I'll probably still want to wear seatbelts, though, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Sounds good. And then, uh, yeah, I want to make sure we also get uh, a tent that takes at least four hours to put up. <laughs> None of this really quick PVC, like those little like bars you have in the new ones. No, none of that. I need one that takes a good half day to put up. All right. I'll send you ahead of me to set up the tent. <laughs> It has to be pouring rain too. Otherwise, <laughs> and Seattle, you know, we're good for that. That so. was our camping trip good. this summer. That's anyway. actually true. All right. Well, this was fun. This was very nice. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Hendersons and John Lithgow. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs>